0: Bit early this morning, so good morning to everybody listening to us live at eight thirty-six. We we're a little bit late due to a technical issue, um, and Martin looks appears to be frozen. You look a little like um, that guy. Um, I can't think what his name is, but he's got the strange teeth that he's just had done. But you're stuck um, in there, and I've lost Martin. So. Martin's on tour this morning. He's in a hotel room somewhere in Hampshire and not having a lot of um, good Wi-Fi. So he's going to be ducking in and ducking out as we go. So let's see how this all happens. I hope everyone's week is going really, really well. So some of the things that have come to our attention uh, this week um, have been that the world appears to be totally open again, and we are back in the room with face-to-face meetings um, and negotiator conference and the RAN conference are coming up. And so the, the circuit and the property conference season seems to be well and truly open, but The COVID rates, and I don't want to bring that kind of like down with anyone, but the COVID rates appear to be going up, particularly in my patch down in the West Country. Um, And I'm just finding that you're starting to get a few people getting pinged you're starting to know people that have had covid the schools have been shut my middle son has had um covid we've we've had one of my team this week get pinged she's um tested negative but it's just the challenges that 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 brings with it as well and um and i just wanted to remind everybody and the Guild have just produced their um, latest COVID update, which I've got here. And I'm just going to read a few pointers out from Paul Offley here, um, because he is getting quite a few queries about our COVID practices um, and what we should be doing. Because I think a few of us have possibly got a little bit lax um, on what we've been doing, um, possibly... Um, just needing to to reissue um, what we're doing. So Martin is back there. Martin, I'm carrying on talking about the COVID um, kind of rules and guidelines that um, the Guild have put in place. And and what they're saying is that you need to Mm. follow the kind of like instructions and guidance and advice for your area because there may well be some restrictions coming down the line depending on, on where you're located. Um, And secondly, um, Paul says, there's been no changes in relation to the estate and letting agent businesses being open to the public, nor do any restrictions apply generally on any activity relating to estate and letting agencies. And I think we kind of all know that, but it's how we individually um, roll out our practices or how we interpret those to keep ourselves, our staff and our clients safe. Um, And Paul's just sort of said, you need to um, have adequate ventilation throughout the day. And that's got its challenges because obviously we've got a cold spell at the moment. So those doors and windows that were open previously, that's a challenge for us in the office or, or indeed when we're carrying out viewings. Um, wear a face covering when indoor setting with people you don't normally meet. Well, our sort of guidance is, is every viewing we're, we've got a mask on, we've got a mask on when people come into the office i um, talking about your cleaning regime um, and how you need to get back on with that. And also check if anyone you're meeting has got any symptoms. Um, don't go ahead if they're displayed and uh, if they've got any symptoms being displayed. And the usual hand sanitizer in all the right places. Um, but he's just saying review your business models because the rates are going up. And we've had a discussion this last week. In our team, about actually whether with our kit bags, which we we've got I'm pointing over there, but you obviously can't see. Um, but I've provided my team with a kind of like a crossbody bag, uh, a unisex crossbody bag, and we filled that with masks, um, sanitizer, um, and and gloves. And we've been having a chat about whether we should go back and and be wearing the gloves, the horrible gloves um, that we had just to protect people. What are your thoughts, Martin? And can we hear you? That's a no then. So we're going back to uh, having gloves and we're rolling that out again just to provide that extra level of security and safety um, when we're in someone's house. Because I think luckily, usually state agents get hung out to dry, um, or, you know, we're the worst, or they spread COVID, but actually we haven't had that, and we don't want that either, so it's keeping everyone everyone safe. Our office is still shut to the public, um, and, um, and any visitors that do come, uh, we do insist that they wear face covering. So, I'm not talking about dull things any longer about COVID. Um, I'm going to move on to something which was really, really good, at a session that Martin and I actually attended together yesterday, um, a, a property mark open Uh, forum. And we met the lovely Claire Yates there and she gave a great update on how to deal with difficult people. Um, And that was really quite exciting. And and Claire was saying to us that actually, 91% of your customers who are unhappy with you or your brand will simply leave without complaining. Now that's a real issue because that means that if you've not done a great job or you've upset someone, they go away without there being a fuss. So that has its challenges because people talk, don't they? They go and they talk to their friends, their colleagues, their neighbors, um, but you don't necessarily know this conversation is happening because they have left unhappy and they haven't come to you to complain. Martin, you're back am i back am i here good morning everybody yay Yay. so we're talking about dealing with difficult people difficult customers and and we've all had those um those people haven't we that have come in and gone well this isn't good enough the board isn't up in the right place and you said that you've got lots of viewers where are they now you're wanting to reduce the price this tenant's failed their referencing and we get those clients don't we where nothing we do is good enough absolutely nothing and we go we roll our eyes when they come on the telephone and we just go oh no but actually we should be taking control and dealing with this in a much more professional way and and some of the guidance that claire was saying about and the words to use is things like you know thank you for bringing this to my attention i'm sorry you feel the way you do and i think that those two kind of lines are really powerful lines because and also then how you then deal with it in the office with your team once that phone has gone down or that meeting has ended. Because obviously if you come out and go oh, bloody dick and I'm sorry, sir, so, sorry to use so those words, but um sometimes you do that. Actually you can't. You've got to be really professional. <laughs> You've got to be to put his head and his hands <laughs> uh, in the background. We, we've all done that, haven't we? We've all lost our professionalism once the phone has gone down with our with our team, and actually we've got to go. No, we can't do that. And, and whilst we want to say the customer is always right, sometimes the customer can be a bit of a dick. But we have to be professional about it, don't we? And and it's actually really hard work because it's really challenging everyone wants a, um everyone wants you and they don't realize do they that you've got another 10 15 clients that you're dealing with they just assume that you and they or they are, are your only client um and and that's it's challenging when you're being pulled in every different direction so one of the other is that claire came out with and martin interject if you've got your internet back thumbs up thumbs down Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Hello, Claire's excellent. Um, so the biggest lesson I learned from Claire yesterday was seeing that a um complaint is a feedback. You and your not great internet, Martin. Coming and going. Try it again. Try it again. Go again. What was the great feedback? Ah. One more time. One more time. The great, the biggest lesson I learned from um, Claire yesterday was that feedback in a complaint is unsolicited feedback. And we should thank people that. Um, but actually, most of the complaints come around the fact that people don't understand what's going on in terms of selling or buying a property. And communication is really key setting agendas and setting expectations and explain to people exactly what happens when you're buying selling a property is really important so one of the things that i've found recently Um, is that I'm coming across quite a few people who haven't necessarily sold a property. Um, They've bought a property, but never, never got on that kind of wheel for selling. Um, And they're not really certain about the process. They're not really certain about the jargon, because obviously we use this kind of completely different set of words to to, um, what what the man and woman on the street would use. Uh, So we've put together, we're putting together um, just a step by step process for a first time seller um you know because they don't understand the process, and as Martin just said, one of the things that Claire indicated was the communication side of things. Is that you, you put the property on the market and then it goes quiet for 24 hours, and and they don't know what to expect. You've kind of said this is the best market we've had in in 30 years, you know, and they're going, well, where are all the buyers? You know, oh, you've had some viewings. Where's the offers? What's the feedback? Um, and so we pride ourselves on communication, and I think we've really got to kind of go that extra kind of mile on that. And another point that claire came out with which i love and it's just so basic and i just went oh my god light bulb moment um is that we give our buyers a lovely home move bag box bottle of wine a candle whatever we do and and we put the keys in a nice box and we present it to them but actually what do we do for the seller because the seller has paid our fee do we give a lovely box to the seller do we do we Give them a bottle of wine. Well, I don't think we do. We don't. We are now. We're going to change that process. But, you know, we give it to the buyer and we go, thank you very much. Don't forget us when you're thinking of selling. But then that your vendor who's paid your fee is popping down the road to collect the keys from another agent. And that other agent is giving them a gift. And I just thought, oh, my God, that's such a light bulb moment that you've just got to think. So I'm one of my things is seller's gift that we've got to make sure that whatever we're doing to the buyer, we're replicating for for the seller which is is quite um it's different because we haven't done that before so we've lost martin again which is a little bit disappointing. But anyway, um, the other thing that um, picked up, and again, it's a it's a light bulb moment, and I know that some of our listeners already do this, but actually when you've completed your transaction, you've been in the middle, you're the middle man or woman, um, and you're pulling together the solicitor, the, the financial advisor, um, the, the surveyor, you're in the middle, kind of the conduit of all this information and, and rolling down, pushing the funnel f- um, through and hoping that there's no bumps in the road as you move forward we don't as an agency at the end when everything is completed Email that group of professionals to say, thank you very much for working with us. We'll look forward to working with you again soon. And I think that's a little tweak in your business practice that you can do. And I've made a note of it on here. So thank you, Claire, again. Um, but actually, you should be thanking those other professionals that are involved in the chain, and the loop with you. Um, and actually, a little card goes a lot long way uh, more than just an email. So you need to cut, you know fight through all that noise of email and just be a little bit different in this market. So that's some really good pointers there for you. We're trying to get Martin back, but it's uh, simply not happening. Um, the other things that we just kind of put down here um, that we were going to talk about was the challenge with fees um, and stock. That obviously continues. Um, and there's been an announcement today in the property press that unfortunately quite a well-known um, local agent to me in the West Country has ceased trading. And... It just, it makes me really sad because they're a really good brand, um, really good name, nice guy that ran it. Um, And actually those challenges are still out there, even though the market has been off the scale in terms of in terms of busy so i think we've just got a review and i know we're on all the time going review business practice review business practice get your plan for next year but i think now more than ever um you know those that were challenged going into the covid lockdown in march last year are really finding that actually the market is hard. It's. It, I think this agent cited the fact there was online agents and um, lack of stock and, and, and a race to the bottom in terms of fees. And so we've got to make sure that we're, we're protecting that. So maybe some more fee conversations. I mean, I've certainly had recently say, oh, well, this agent will do it, which I'm sure everybody has. This agent will do it for 1%. This agent will do it for 0.95%. But why can't we create a range of, uh, of fees? Why can't we turn around and say, okay, well, my fee is between one to 1.25% or 1.25% to one5 and actually if i just do the job and i don't wow you then you can pay me the, the the lower end of that figure so the 1.25 but actually mr and mrs seller if i do an exceptional job if my team absolutely blow it out of the park what about paying us at the higher end and i know that this is something that's been talked about before kind of like a, a sli- not a sliding fee scale but arranging of fees um about what you could you know you you could possibly charge and you're actually giving the 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 seller the opportunity to say actually do you know what if they do go the extra mile we'll pay them a little bit extra so it's a little bit of a spin on that incentive um fee where you say right if we get half a million it's 1.25 percent but actually if we Every ten thousand pounds we get over half a million, we'll take a percentage. You know, ten percent of that. So just some different ways of looking at um, at fee at fee structuring because the challenge is there. The challenge is definitely out there, uh, and there are many agents that just want the to get the listing um, because the market is flying. And the the stats, the figures. I think Wright, and Zuppler have both come out with some stats this week. Um, and the house price index as well um, has said that, you know, things are still flying. September and October are, are absolutely phenomenal. But there is just a little bit of an ease off there. There is a few less viewings taking place. Um, and I a, a few conversations with vendors um, about actually, do you know, I haven't sold it in 48 hours. It is going to take seven to 10 days or a month. And I'm just starting to see a few more price reductions coming, coming about. So having conversations Those difficult conversations with with our clients, be it a a landlord or or a seller, um, I think are going to have to or or not have to. They're actually starting to take place again as the market just cools down a little bit over the Christmas period. Um, I know that many of us are doing um, our kind of lead up to Christmas. Our. you know, you instruct us and then forget about your property and we'll do a Boxing Day or New Year's Day launch. And that seems to be very, very popular. But really what we need to be thinking about as agents is what's the next differentiator? What is different? What can we do that is gonna break through the noise of the, the other agents? Um, and Martin and I have got a few ideas. When, we were gonna do this today. We can't do this today because I've lost Martin. Um, but we're certainly gonna let you know um, a few sort of tips um, and hints next week. Um, as to what you can do just as differentiator um, and showing your professionalism. So just as we indicated last week, we are running a workshop um, at the beginning of February. And we have only got now um, three slots left on this. That is a three that I'm holding up, not a four. Um, We have only got three slots left left on this. So do message us at House the Property or you can contact Martin or myself at LinkedIn if you're interested um, in, in catching up um, and, and working through our best practices, our advice, um, the guidance that we've got on running our own businesses. Um, and really making sure that you smash 2022. So the last thing I'm going to mention about is we have got a month to go till Christmas. It is the 25th of November today and in a month's time we will all be tucking into Turkey, well possibly not at 8.53 but uh, we will be getting our turkey lunches ready, seeing our family and generally having a little bit of a a break. So make sure that you plan that out. There aren't many uh, working days left now until the end of the year but make them count make sure you get in, you're making every day count, and you're you're planning through what you need to do um, for 2022. So Martin and I hopefully will be back next week. Uh, Not hopefully, definitely. Um, It'll be our 50th Um, episode next week. So that's a really exciting one. I should make sure that I send uh, Martin a a Wi-Fi dongle. So wherever he might be in the country, he'll be able to to use his own Wi-Fi and not hotel Wi-Fi. um, So we can make sure it's the two of us um, and not just me chatting away endlessly whilst trying to get a slurp of coffee um, before the day starts. So stay safe, be kind to everyone, have those difficult conversations with those challenging clients. And remember the the words that we said, and I'm just going to reiterate those to you, that thank you for bringing this to my attention. I'm sorry that you feel the way you do. That'll take you through this next week. If it don't take anything else away, have those words on your head, get them ingrained in your brain um, and, uh, and hopefully we can assist you if you've got any issues with those clients. So take care, have a great week and we will be back, the two of us, the double act next week. Have a good one.